0: Hey everyone and welcome to, I don't even know what we call this, this is our movie results show. Um, Movie results, that doesn't even make sense. I'm Peter and I'm here as I always am, like literally I'm on everything basically on on this channel. Uh, And I am joined this evening by Tara.
1: Hello everyone.
0: You were going to say your ace catchphrase weren't you? You realise this isn't the ace I I was not. You were so (laughs) going to do
1: it. So going to do it. I changed both words quite significantly (laughs) i thought instead of greetings i said hello instead of citizens i said everyone you changed very different as you could see
0: you changed two whole words oh my god someone (laughs) get the woman a badge Get, get her the big girl pants because she has achieved the impossible
1: i uh yeah i was pretty proud but i wasn't trying to be showy
0: you're a poet you're a poet and you know it this is our special show this one off or possibly two parts it depends how long this takes uh basically about a month ago uh, a lot of you guys a lot of our audience uh, sent in their top 50 movies of all time and um, ranked and numbered and each movie got points based on where those movies took you know ranked on the lists. And because of that, we have results. We have built a top movies list based on the the entries that were sent in. This is so you know, in the past I've done a top one hundred, um, you know, uh, we've done top fifties and whatnot on Screams, on 121, um, and we've probably doing it on Ace at some point as well. So this is very much a thing we do from time to time where we make our own lists. But this is not our list. This is your list. This is the voted for list by everyone who took the time to send one in. So, basically, the way this is going to work, I think I originally said this was going to be a top 100. And technically, you will get the full top 100. However, um, obviously, there's such a wide breadth of movies that were, that were submitted. In fact, I believe the total was over 600 in terms of how many films received points by the time it was all said what? and done. I know.
1: I I should say that you like put all this list together. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what's on it. <laughs> I no. haven't seen anything. Well, well, that's why you're
0: here. I was originally going to do this on my own, and I said that's silly. Someone should be here to react and be surprised and be you know just comment on things without knowing what's coming. So basically, the way this is going to work is that it's going to be um you know at the top fifty top fifty movies of all time as voted for by you guys, and however. So we're going to go through the fifty. We'll comment on each one, and sort of you know, is, is this surprising? Is this too high? Is this too low? Are we shocked that this is here? Are we like, what? What? Um, but uh, when we get to number one, you know, when I get to when we've done number two, and then it's like, okay, it's time to do number one. What I usually do at that point in these countdown videos is I'll recap the list so far. I'll, I'll say them all in quick succession. When we get to that point, I'm actually going to go all the way back to number one hundred. So you're going to get the reveal of one hundred through fifty-one. Uh, towards the end and it's sort of rapid fire round as I say, kind of, mm-hmm. uh, 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 and what we're going to do for that actually is that is going to basically react to each one in one, one word or phrase <laughs> it should be fun, <laughs> I'm expecting shenanigans so that's what we're going to do so we're going to start with number 50, we're going to comment on each one as we go and then we can get...
1: I guess before we start what number 1 is?
0: only before we start you're not allowed to make guesses too because it'll get more obvious possibly as we get closer okay
1: No, no, I just want to make a guess because I think I know the people who watch your show. All
0: right, okay. So if you were to guess right now, before you know any of the entries, what's your guess?
1: The Dark Knight. Interesting. All right, Uh, number 50.
0: Number 50, all right. Well, I'm going to get fancy here for a second. And not that this really matters to you at home, but because I could easily do this in post. But in real time, I am going to switch, but with a nice fancy fade to this screen and that is where we're going to have the poster on the side it's going to be fun we've never had this layout before Uh, if you listen to the audio version you don't care about any of this because it's just audio but (laughs) but uh, it's
1: fancy audio listeners check it out
0: it's fancy it's fancier than normal so here we are we're going to get we're going to get started so Although, I should say to Tara, uh, the posters are going to go in, in in post-production. You're not going to see any of them while we're recording. Just in case you're like, where's the poster? I don't see anything.
1: <laughs> where's Another blue movie?
0: Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know if you meant to do that on purpose.
1: <laughs> you could edit that out.
0: For the audio people, the background is blue. So that was actually quite of a witty joke. It wasn't just a silly random porn joke.
1: I did not mean it as a porn joke, no. No. But no now point. that I realize what I said, yeah, I guess it does kind of sound like that. <laughs> Whoops.
0: Yeah. Oh, how could a blue movie sound like I'm making a porn joke? <laughs> <laughs> how could it possibly be inferred that way? Hey,
1: I don't know what this what everyone submitted. Maybe it is just like top fifty porno films.
0: Number fifty, Debbie Does Dallas. Num- number number forty nine. <laughs> back- the back- porno- yeah n- number 48 backdoor anal sluts 6 which is which is good because 7's where the series jumped the shark um,
1: backdoor and anal sluts is kind of redundant I always thought
0: <laughs> number 47 a wet dream on Elm Street number 46 Armageddon on number 45 10 inch mutant ninja turtles <laughs>
1: alright alright let's get going <laughs>
0: Number fifty on the top top fit movies that was voted for by you guys, number fifty is Casablanca.
1: Hey, we got some classy classy viewers,
0: yeah, well <laughs> here's the thing though do, do I mean, do you think this is too high or too low, or do you think it's just right?
1: Uh I love this movie, but um i don't I don't know I think maybe too low. <laughs> but it could just be because I, I, I just put it up there higher because it's a classic.
0: Admittedly, like, it, you don't you don't know what's the higher right. than this, admittedly, so you don't really know what's beating it yet. But, like, I don't know. I, I feel like that's maybe one of the things that sort of, like, may stick out to a couple of these is, like, whoa, that's actually kind of low for that move or that's kind of high for that movie.
1: I think it's kind of high for our audience. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> who I think is going to put, who, who I think is going to put, like, Endgame and Dark Knight and
0: stuff like that
1: in the top 10.
0: I think given the fact that you started off this this entry with, oh, we've got a classy audience because of Casablanca and then you ended with, I think it's kind of high for our audience.
1: I I mean, I do. I think I wasn't expecting Casablanca to make the top 50.
0: I think there's a couple of surprises in here based on our audience. And I actually, I've discovered that I like our audience more than I thought I did.
1: <laughs> oh, nice. So... I'm sorry I thought so low of you guys.
0: <laughs> You'll know what entries inspired that comment when we get the... Um so, uh, so, number 50 is Casablanca. Number 49 is Toy Story okay <laughs> you're here to react ours. i so like toy story t- so typically i'm going to wait for you to respond every time i say the movie <laughs> um. <laughs> I-,
1: I mean toy story is um. great um yeah i don't know if it, i don't think toy story is the best of the toy story franchise but it's a great film Who's to say there's not
0: another one higher up on this list i am um, it probably is my favorite of this franchise i think three arguably is better but I think one yeah, three
1: is pretty great. I actually really like two also.
0: Oh two is great too. I've not seen four yet. I have no comment on four. But um four's pretty good. But like um some people think two is the best one, and I actually think it's the weakest one, but I still think it's great. Don't get me wrong, I'm not I'm not dissing two. It's just I think one has the charm of being the first one, and then three yeah. has the "we may kill them all" scene. I know, right? Which, like, I when don't they remember all
1: holding hands and they're about to be incinerated. I, I, I was just like, "Oh my god, they I, can't get out of this."
0: I don't. I don't remember <laughs> sitting in the theater uh, for that. We'll keep this fairly spoiler light, but obviously, we're going to talk about some scenes here or there, right? I don't. I don't think we've said sure. too much, but uh, like, I remember sitting in the theater for that scene, and they all start holding hands, and I'm like, "They can." It's a Toy Story movie. But they just made me doubt yeah, it right? enough. I like they, that
1: too. They made me doubt it, it just got really enough. I
0: emotional. I'm like, hmm, hmm. Um, but no, Toy Story. Toy Story. Toy Story's a classic.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, Toy is great. I, I think it deserves to be in the top 50. And uh, good on our fans.
0: You can fly if you want to. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I can fly. I can. I uh, was I can't remember the lyrics, but it's a song. He say he sings when Buzz is like when he's doubting himself and he's trying to fly down the stairs and he falls and it's just really sad song. Um, but it's really hopeful at first. The music's really good.
1: Oh, well, it's a Randy Newman song. I don't think it's. Um, uh, I believe I can fly.
0: No, no, he says it at one point. I'm sure. I'm sure that's one of the lyrics. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's not. No, I know. I know. I believe you can. Fly. I was a Space Jam fan as a kid. Okay, I know. I believe you can fly. Although it feels weird <laughs> singing it now because our Kelly's.
1: Oh my God, Space Jam better not be on this list. <laughs>
0: i had a friend in school who like this is high school who didn't see a lot of movies growing up because his parents were like you know those parents like Mm. you you know watching movies tv is the devil yeah um but but he was sort of like i was sort of introducing him to movies and stuff but he had seen ghostbusters and we get into an argument because he argued with me tooth and nail that dan Aykroyd and bill murray were the opposite people and the reason why he thought that i'm pretty sure is because there's a joke in space jam when bill murray shows up on the court to like be one of the players the the evil alien dude who like controls the, the basketball team is like what's Dan Aykroyd doing here and it's a joke but because of that <laughs> line <laughs> he was convinced that that was Dan Aykroyd. And he fought me tooth and nail, and I had to like get the internet out to prove him wrong. It was the weirdest argument I've ever been in. I, I, I'm
1: like, no, that's Bill Murray, you fool. This video is going to take forever.
0: <laughs> Number 48 The original, of course, Old Boy.
1: Oh, I haven't seen it. I've heard great things.
0: Oh, that's fine. You, you, if you haven't seen it, that's fair. Um, but it's got a reputation. I'm sure you're aware. Um, like I'm sure is even Japanese, uh, Korean. Uh, I'm sure right. you are familiar at least with the concept of the the hallway fight.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've heard about it.
0: With the hammer and the, just the one shot going back and forth, beautiful stuff. Um, now, All, All Boys is uh, a fantastic movie. It was on my top one hundred. It is a fantastic revenge film, and it is. Get uh, wonderful music, it is full of I mean it's weird. I, I'm almost getting to just what I said in my top one hundred video because I'm I'm justifying it. But um I Joe you know I like about this I don't
1: though. Have
0: much to say. Yeah, I mean that's fair. But do you <laughs> what I like about this, I like that it shows that hey, we may have some foreign movies on this list. Again, our audience is classy. Nice. They're classier than I gave them credit for.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm sorry, audience. I'm sorry so for. So are Ace Viewers. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's a true.
1: I mean, that's why the final countdown is one of our <laughs> top watched episodes for some reason.
0: Yeah, well, to be fair though, like the extra people who watched that didn't stick around. So I think that shows that there's a lot of final countdown fans who had no interest in seeing any of the other good sci-fi movies we talked about. <laughs> they yeah, came right, in, They true. came in for that one episode and then left. <laughs> they took, Thanks, all you grandpas. They took their
1: ball and went home.
0: <laughs> I say ball what I really mean is their uh, their army not army navy memorabilia like booklet with, yes. with their... they put
1: on their scrambled egg hats and went home <laughs> it's a thing
0: yes um, <laughs> very good uh, so old boys number 48 and uh, number 47 Reservoir Dogs
1: oh we got our first Tarantino I first. suspect this won't be our last because it's not his best film
0: Mm mm-hmm. Honest I think when we, we've done all the Tarantino entries, and this might be the last one as well. I mean I'm not going to say if there is or isn't anymore. But I think because I, I I said to Tara, if you want to submit a list to be included in the, the points, um you're more than welcome. And yeah, but that was
1: homework.
0: But she didn't do it, and I think she's going to maybe regret it.
1: Oh. So the hateful eight didn't make it?
0: I'm not spelling a thing. I'm not spelling a thing,
1: but The Hateful Eight is the best movie of all time. That's not, <laughs> 2001. That's not 2001. It's not 2001 for <laughs>
0: sure. Yeah, Reservoir um, Dogs. It's funny. It's violent. It's 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 a mo- It's a bottle movie set in a warehouse. I actually just found out this week that it was loosely inspired by a a Mario B- Bava movie. Um, called I think it's Rabid Dogs. I want to say the name of it, and it's set mostly in a car, but it's like in the aftermath of like a robbery gone wrong. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I want to see this now. If this is what inspired Tarantino, I, I want to check it out and yeah, discover it.
1: I love the cast of this film, especially. I mean, Tarantino knows how to pick him, but the fact that he says Michael Madsen needs to be in more than B movies, and I am <laughs> going to cast him in an awesome role. Where he cuts off a man's ear and dances. And stuck in the middle. With I you. wish I wish more directors would be like, you know what? These these are actors too. Joe, I think. Let's is... not just like spend all the money for Leo and Brad Pitt, even though Tarantino does that too in his latest film. Let's get Michael Madsen.
0: Joe, Joe, I think is crazy about Tarantino's career is that he basically went from being a video store like employee to being mm-hmm. a movie director and. It first... was
1: Kevin Smith, although very different types of filmography.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Kevin Smith made a movie set in a the video store <laughs> basically. <laughs> but like, like Tarantino went immediately to that. He made a great movie and there's some names, that, I mean, Harvey Cattell's a pretty big name, um, which is insane. But I always well,
1: Harvey Keitel has been in like 400 films, yeah. so yeah, he's a big name, but he's, he's also done a lot of junk.
0: He's willing, yeah, he's willing to do anything, basically, yeah. But what gets me though is that his second film, Pulp Fiction, is full of stars of the era, where he immediately had access to the biggest stars on the planet, and I don't know how that. And happened. he gave
1: people a career boost, though, like yeah. um, John Travolta was on the downhill, you know, and he's like, you know, I'm going to make him cool again, and then he did that, and then he got Get Shorty afterward, and. Um, I don't think Samuel Jackson was a household name until *Pulp Fiction* either. No, you're right. Uma it wasn't. Thurman maybe.
0: No, Uma Thurman was though. John Travolta at least was big in time. Bruce Willis was huge.
1: That's true. Bruce Willis was.
0: You know, um,
1: uh, I wouldn't uh, say peak, but like, just descending from the peak.
0: Actually, oh, so I was <laughs> going to argue he's definitely. I mean, *Die Hard* to you know, and the stuff that came after that was presumably his peak.
1: I guess it's true. It's probably at the same time as 12 Monkeys* also.
0: Uh, 12 Monkeys was a year after uh, Die Hard. Uh, you've not seen our 12 Monkeys review yet, but we recorded that already for the Ace, so look forward to that. Um, yeah. But uh, Reservoir the Bulldogs is uh, is great stuff. Uh, number 46 is a movie I don't think you've seen. Uh, Diabolique.
1: I've not seen it. And this I've is... seen Danger Diabolic because it was the final Mystery Science Theater film, but and I've not I... seen Diabolique.
0: Which I believe is actually meant to be a good movie, so the fact that Mystery Science Theater did it is kind of funny. Um it's got
1: a... I don't think it's the same film.
0: Is it not the same movie? Okay. No. It, it's, it's, I, think, I think it's Mario, one of Mario... I mean, is that's it about a
1: man who wears leather?
0: It's a fu- it's funny that Mario Bava came up already, because the Mario Bava movie I'm thinking of that has a lot of good buzz. Like I've never yeah, seen it. why
1: are our viewers picking Diabolic to be...
0: Because it is a 10 <laughs> out of 10 masterpiece of a film. I have that's...
1: really underestimated them. This was, this we'll was we'll a... see when we get to the top 10.
0: This was in my top 5 of, of, my, of my top 100. So, like
1: oh they're just trying to butter up to you
0: maybe they are but i like it's working yeah (laughs) diabolique is a goddamn masterpiece. if you haven't seen it it is that is a phenomenally suspenseful thriller uh with deceit and you know murder plots and all sorts and the ending is one of the best it's it, it is absolutely wonderful it's a french film from 1955 i i cannot recommend it enough um even matt who who typically is the type of person who I need to read the movie like he loved it. So
1: Hey, it's on the Criterion app. So if you have the Criterion app, or if you want to get the Criterion app, it's on there.
0: Mmm. Yeah, it's the FYI. Criterion app. Yeah, it's the Criterion Criterion app's very good.
1: hmm I agree. Yeah. It's worth the fifteen dollars a month. I just really wish I used it more. <laughs>
0: Uh, I actually have the, the Criterion Blu-ray of Diabolique, but uh, um, it's good that it's there for everyone. A nice, mm-hmm. reasonable price. Um, but yes, it's classic. Make sure you watch it.
1: happy to support Criterion, even if I don't watch the <laughs> movies on the app. <laughs>
0: what you're saying is we've on a movie podcast called uh, The Criterion uh, Critique. Oh, that's such mm. a good title. <laughs> Criterion oh, Critique. Hold on to that. Yeah, I need to trademark that immediately. Um, so... <laughs> Next up, number forty-five is "Stand by Me," Stephen King adaptation.
1: Oh, nice. interesting. Um, this is this is a and Will Wheaton.
0: Yeah, yeah. I am um... Joe, you know, it's, it's funny. This this is maybe the first one here that I don't love. Like, it's a bit overrated for me.
1: Um, I watched it when I was a kid a few times because I think it's one that we had on VHS, but uh, I don't. I don't know if I love it either.
0: Like, I don't hate it. It's not a bad movie, but like I saw it for the first time maybe like five, ten years ago, something in that range, and I thought it was fine. But I I didn't. I mean, maybe maybe you have to grow up watching it. But then again, you just saw you said you watched it as a kid, so (laughs) maybe maybe it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, but it's also very much not that this matters a whole lot, but it is kind of like a boys' film. Sure. And so I usually when I watched it it is because I was watching it with my brother, and uh, there are like movies that are male-centered that i love but i don't think this is one of them i think this is very much like
0: we um, yeah you just said oh it's kind, it's kind of a boys movie and i'm like the night we like first met we 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 sat and bonded over aliens for like an hour like <laughs> hey, that's
1: got a female heat
0: <laughs> sure okay okay that's, that's fair that's fair
1: i mean the predator would probably be more accurate
0: yeah we talked about predator a lot as well um,
1: yeah. Predator is a boys movie. That's amazing. <laughs> it's a boys club film, <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's for every, it's so accessible. Like it's for everybody. But I think this is very much about the, um, experience of, of young men and friendship and wanting to see a dead body
0: <laughs> Yeah, Which I don't really going get. on an
1: adventure for something that they know is wrong. And i don't really
0: get that last part to be honest i can't say i ever wanted to see a dead body as a kid a...
1: yeah uh, i not didn't see thing. one until i was in college because i worked in the um i worked in the science department while i went to school so i had to deal with like uh cadavers and stuff and oh. didn't care for it i have never because seen a biology dead biology is not for me
0: yeah i've never seen a dead body as of yet it's not happened so yeah I'll, I'll... i had to carry
1: one i had to yeah. carry three yeah it's not for me
0: whoa um <laughs> so anyway yeah and also uh, tara's opinion on predator there i just want to make a point there was a there was a dist- distinct moment in that that night uh where she exclaimed how much predator how much she loved predator and if you flash your memories back to the 121 review of Predator, connor was like so like oh it's okay it's not really my thing or whatever that was oh, so wrong. that was the moment where i got the idea for the ace and where I knew Connor was not getting any other sci-fi movie ever again because Tara existed now. Because uh, I get it.
1: Because you I get understand. it. Get
0: it. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Stabby Me is number 45. Number 44... Stuck it, Connor. <laughs> oh, that's another point in the uh, Tara employee of the month <laughs> column. <laughs> uh, number 44... As Return of the
1: Jedi. Ooh, very cool. I it's not my favorite of the Star Wars films, but I, I certainly don't think it's bad. I I, I actually really love this film. Um, the thing that always stuck stuck with me from Return of the Jedi is the opening scene in Jabba's palace with when you finally get to see Luke, and he has all this confidence. And he's wearing all black. And he's got his new lightsaber. And it's and, and of course the ending, which is the major arc of his hero's journey and all that and becoming not like his father, but yeah, trying to decide if he's going to go full light or full dark. And it's 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 still emotional. It's still well done. It's a great close to the trilogy. Uh, I think I think the whole trilogy can be seen as one to be honest, and maybe if you want to count this as like the way Return of the King was counted at the Oscars for the, the trilogy and it wasn't rewarded for it, then yeah, it could be on the top 50, but
0: Wait, hold I, on. I don't know,
1: it do seems you, a bit hide me
0: Do you think that the other two aren't going to be appearing above this?
1: Oh, I, I know they are yeah. I um, just hope that, that A New Hope or Star Wars, as we're supposed to call it is higher than Empire Strikes Back but probably isn't
0: <laughs> hey Tara gets more points because I also prefer Star Wars to Empire Strikes Back
1: oh uh, yeah Star Wars is my favourite of all of them
0: yeah that's my favourite Star Wars movie too um, although I also
1: really love The Last Jedi
0: <laughs> that is not I mean don't, don't get me wrong Last Jedi <laughs> is better than the prequels and it's better than Rogue One it's better than all those not the last
1: is Rogue One but yeah <laughs> that Darth Vader seems so good. <laughs> oh, dear. All right, let's get to see Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm in charge here. Yeah, Return of the Jedi number forty four. Um, my my thoughts just just briefly, if I can say my piece on it oh, before. we too? Yeah. Okay. Um. I I I like the opening. I like the the ending. I think the fight with Vader at the end is really good. I do think the middle suffers when they're just running around in the forest and we have the whole subplot with Ewoks. Like I think that part really drags it down compared to the other two. I think that's that's what, for me. That's what makes it easily the weakest of the the three. You know, not not bad. Like, I still like it. Oh, it's definitely good... the
1: weakest of the yeah. three. Um, but I don't hate Ewoks. I don't have Ewok hate. I think they're cute. I I like them. Uh, I like the whole world. Uh, it does seem like a little bit of a cop out to just have a second Death Star, but. That's alright. Like the most important part is Luke and his story and we get a really nice conclusion to that in this film so uh, I, I do really like Return of the Jedi. I don't think it's on my top 50 though.
0: Mm. Yeah, I would also agree it's too high. I don't think it should be on the top 50 list but hey, I mean, people are going to argue. Um, at number 43, speaking of threes, Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade.
1: I love this film. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually glad this one's on here.
0: Uh, I like it. I mean, I wouldn't put it in a top fifty admittedly, but I do like it a lot. It's, it's definitely the second best one in the franchise.
1: It's the one where I mean, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark is funny, but the the chemistry between the father and son, Indy and his dad, are is so good, and the comedy really works in the third one. So I think that's and it, and it kind of it really moves pretty far away from the last film, which was a bit dark or a bit like a lot campier mm. and darker like you said but this one kind of goes back to let's just go back to fighting nazis and what works <laughs> for Indiana yeah. jones and it really does work i like that one a lot
0: yeah that's good it's good um i've not seen it in a long time i feel like whenever i get in the mood i just put raiders on i never like find myself putting the sequels on as much so um i'm sure i'll remedy that at some point but uh yeah. last crusade i think i think
1: good. Uh, last crusade is is uh it's great yeah maybe it doesn't along on the top 50 but it's it's a fun film and i like i I think i like the whole film like there's not a dull moment Mm. Uh,
0: number 42 the incredibles yeah
1: i um the incredibles is probably my least favorite pixar film
0: (laughs) oh oh, oh, you are the opposite of connor that's kind of funny um i do like the incredibles uh quite a bit Um, i don't put it in the same pedestal that connor does though like you know i I like it a lot
1: i think it's a dad's film (laughs) because it's centered around a dad who's like got a second chance of living the glory days and uh, it's a really great family film but you know dads love the incredible
0: do do you know what it is (laughs) it's it's a movie that fantastic four fans cling to after they, they they get to the like the reboot that's also terrible and it's like oh my god at least we have incredibles which is kind of a fantastic four movie
1: yeah and it's brad bird and you know he does he could do no wrong
0: yeah brad bird hey brad bird has made the best superman movie and it wasn't even called superman so what was it the iron giant
1: oh okay. i've never seen it
0: <laughs> <gasps> he's an alien robot from space so we will i will watch it yeah that, that is a that is World, We can do that, on ace. Um, not that we do a lot of animated stuff, but we can make an exception. We can make an exception. For... I love
1: Tomorrowland, and I also do Tomorrowland. So
0: I also really like Tomorrowland. That, that movie got a bad rap. I actually really like it.
1: No, it, it does not deserve it. It's the
0: so good. Optimism in that movie was delightful. I I, I really liked the right? actress. Who I can't I can't remember <laughs> the name, but she, like, she was great in it. Uh, obviously, Clooney was fun. Like,
1: no, nah. yeah, she's like the. I, I hate to call her this, but she's kind of like a like a dollar store version of jennifer lawrence
0: oh <laughs> <Aww. laughs>
1: but, but she, she was great she was great yeah i,
0: I really like Tomorrowland, uh, and i love uh, my favorite mission impossible is easily the brad bird one like mm-hmm. you know some of the other ones are really enjoyable but the best one is the brad bird one ghost protocol you know when he's dangling off that building the team dynamics great so uh yeah so i'm, t- I'm taking this as the the brad bird gets a slot entry I-
1: <laughs> I, I said yeah but, but i don't think that ghost protocol is my favorite but yes
0: you agree I with the, all those films you agree except with for the second you, yes the second one's <laughs> terrible it's garbage but you agree except with every, <laughs> you agree with everything i i said though about it even if it's not your favorite yeah. oh yeah i agree Yeah, yeah. um which one is your favorite
1: um i i really have a strong affinity for the first one okay, okay. i really do and um i also really like the fifth one a lot and fallout was really great too I like the sixth four, one. Four, five, and six are like on equal par, but um, I just have a lot of attachment to the first one. I think
0: I think five is a bit weaker than four and six. Uh, I I feel like five is. I mean, it's not bad, but it feels the plot is oddly the exact same plot as the first movie, and it was really taking me out of it as I was watching it. Um, and it bugged me when I was watching it that they they lost like Paula Patton from the last one because i like, I really liked her character. She like was a good yeah. I like to her team. too.
1: She's kind of disappeared from from the cinema these days i don't know
0: yeah, why i don't know either but it's just the you know but i thought i thought the stunts were still good obviously and i thought six had really good action stuff and um, i think the reason why four is my favorite is because it has the really good action of course maybe some of the best but it also has my favorite team dynamic of the whole franchise like i really feel the team and mission impossible from the show is supposed to be a team it's not supposed to be a one-man you know hero show
1: yeah yeah uh, so yeah i think the first one has that too oh
0: it does the first one's the first one's good uh it definitely feels kind of weird to watch compared you know, what compared to the later ones.
1: I know it, it's definitely dated, yeah. but I still just love that one.
0: Oh, obviously, Mission Impossible is much better, but it is—it's kind of like a, a milder version of what happened to Fast and the Furious, where you look at the new ones and it's all this big superhero action and like like riding cars off buildings and like torpedoes <laughs> and like even the spinoff has like a supervillain who has like meta powers. And like the first movie is like, oh, they were <laughs> stealing DVD players off of a truck. Because DVD players were valuable when that movie was made. And that's, that's how never how seen long it. it was. I've only
1: seen the seventh one. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was dragged to at the theater. I would But rest- I actually did enjoy the second or the seventh one because it was, yeah. It, I oddly enough, I thought when I was watching it, I wish this is what I thought The Expendables was going to be. Sure. And <laughs> just like over the top action and everyone kind of making fun of themselves, but just, you know, falling into their role. And, um, yeah, I actually really enjoyed the seventh one, but I haven't seen any of the others. Yeah, so... Because um, I don't care about cars.
0: <laughs> yeah, not, not do I. Not do I. Uh, so that was Incredibles. Somehow we were talking about Mission Impossible. I mean, that was because it was Brad Bird, but then we got to Fast and the Furious. Uh, but uh, Incredibles in number 42. And like I was about to say like a minute ago, um, I'll take this as the Brad Bird slot. Like, this is Brad Bird getting an award <laughs> for all of his efforts. Uh, unless something else pops up higher up in the list. Blackboard, bad but i I don't know anyway i suspect no (laughs) number 41 (laughs) the goonies
1: oh interesting it's a fun film i love the goodies i I mean it is it's just uh, the goonies gets a lot of like hate these days it seems like i i just assumed that everybody liked the goonies until more recently with youtube and stuff and watching movie reviews and people were saying like oh it's it's overrated or it it's click with them but it, it's just a fun adventure with kids and pirates like i don't understand how you can't have a good time with the goonies so i'm glad it's on here yeah who are these people goonies is fantastic Go- goonies
0: is a a a quintessential childhood movie yeah um, isn't
1: I, it like a secret spielberg film also
0: he, he produced it it's richard donner who directed it though who did superman and all the lethal wet movies richard donner's great i mean oh, like, okay yeah yeah like
1: yeah it's no one it's a good time.
0: Yeah. And that's why there's a big Superman reference towards the end, because Richard Donner <laughs> directed Superman.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: So, you know, he's having fun with it. The villains are great. Joey Pants is one of the villains I love and uh the cat. obviously, you know, Josh Brolin. The woman
1: from uh Throw Mama from the Train.
0: Uh uh-huh. Uh Josh Brolin, of course, grew up to be Josh Brolin, so that's great. Uh that's... Frodo is in there at a younger age. Not Frodo, the other one
1: uh no sam wise
0: sam there you go you know all of the rings you can you can correct me on this yes, <laughs> i hope they are on these lists <laughs> um and you know it's, it's a fun adventure it, it, it you know the whole point of that movie is to take that kind of feeling as a kid and like you want to make an adventure to spend the afternoon on a rainy sunday and that's what that movie is yeah. it just literally does it and has them go on this adventure on a rainy sunday it's great mm-hmm. so oh, goodness i applaud good job uh number 40 completely different film a clockwork orange
1: (laughs) not my favorite kubrick film but Mm. uh, a lot it has a lot to say and i'm glad it it exists and uh probably the best roddy mcdowell performance and yeah the best
0: you mean malcolm mcdowell
1: malcolm mcdowell
0: yeah sorry i was about to make a joke and i was like wait she said the wrong name malcolm mcdowell um my my joke still applies because i was thinking who's in it not like what you said but um what you're saying that you're saying rob zombie's halloween isn't malcolm mcdowell's best performance (laughs) are you a fool uh
1: no um and, and i do like he's a great star trek villain but um as it was uh, generations. I mean, this is, it's a special film. It has a lot to say, and it's Kubrick. So, mm. what am I going to say? No, it doesn't belong here. Of course, it does.
0: Oh, it's a it's a phenomenal movie. How it's shot. How it makes you feel. Um, it makes you uncomfortable. Kubrick himself, you know, got it banned in the UK like for years. Um, mm-hmm. Call of Cords is a very unique film, and it's, it's very uh, surreal, and obviously the satire's in there.
1: Um, and it's Kubrick, so you're getting the atmosphere. You're getting. Just a master of the craft.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so no, that's good. Uh, number thirty-nine. The Terminator.
1: Way too low.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this was in my top ten. This this is a bit low for my taste.
1: Uh, yeah, way too low.
0: Yeah, uh, you you could hear us talk about the Terminator extensively. We talked about the Terminator for like over ninety minutes uh, on the. Well, ace. it was
1: mostly you, but it was just like you reaffirming why this is one of the best <laughs> movies of all time.
0: Yeah, I felt bad <laughs> after that. I kind of hogged the mic a little bit, so. Um, uh.
1: I just let you go, man. Like you, you had done all the research. You clearly have had this conversation many times before, so. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, Term- <laughs> Term- *Terminator*. Uh, it's everything. It's, it's the quintessential cyberpunk horror movie. Nothing else even comes close. It is you know,
1: it's perfect. It's got Michael Bean in his prime and uh, James Cam Like if anyone else made this film, I know we brought this up in the in the review, but if anyone else had made a movie about a machine that comes from the future to back in time to kill a waitress because she's going to give birth to somebody who would lead the resistance in the future against the machines. Any any other film would have made it a B-movie and would have made it terrible. It would have been cheesy, mm-hmm. but for some reason, James Cameron can make anything work and make anything into a masterpiece I, well, which touches it. I, I've, said this be, I've said this before. Even the future stuff, which should be corny as hell, yeah. is awesome.
0: That's great. <laughs> I've said this before, but... I feel like half my favorite movies are movies that should be B movies but they're directed by people who took them seriously and made good movies. Mm-hmm. And even the studio thought this was a silly B movie. They they put it out thinking they'd get like one weekend of like decent money and that'd be it, it'd be dead. And it started, you know, ballooning and people started to go see it the word of mouth spread. Um and I remember there was a feature on the extras where Arnold talks about how uh, they only marketed it towards men because they thought no one else would want to see it and then after it came out they realized hey wait a minute there's actually a pretty strong female character in this and a, a good love the story the lead
1: is a female, yeah. I mean the lead might be the Terminator but like <laughs> no that, that, yeah. he's,
0: no, he's the title character but he's not the lead, the lead is Sarah Connor she, she the, lead is the lead is
1: Sarah Connor, it's her story it's her becoming brave and being able to become the woman who can raise the future of the resistance it's and it's yeah it's it's as as a woman like i watch it and it's just so inspiring especially her transformation to the second film and you just you believe it's the same character even though you know it's it's the same actress obviously who's playing both of them but you believe this transformation from the first one because of what she goes through and her inspiration from kyle reese and it's yeah it's an incredible film for women to watch
0: for, 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 and hey, actually, even just from a male point of view, before I sort of, I was going to crack a joke there about Genesis, but it's fine. Uh, but even from a, even from a male point of view, um, like, Genesis review. yeah, Genesis review, coming soon. Um, <laughs> and that's Terminator Genesis, not the, the band Genesis. We're not doing Phil Collins' uh, greatest hits.
1: <laughs> He's all right. Kind of yeah. overrated too.
0: My my father was a big fan of Genesis and Phil Collins, so I, I I tended to hear a lot of it when I was younger. Anyway, uh, but yeah, now from a male perspective, though, um, stuff stuff like the Terminator, like, like that meant a lot to me growing up, and it it like this is this going to sound really ugh, cheesy or something? I don't know, but you know, like my 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 mother um had to be very strong, right? My my father <laughs> uh had MS when he was alive, and he he my mother was a full time nurse for him. She, she was paid a wage to look after her husband um, that because he needed that much care he needed to be taken places he needed to be put to bed he needed you know everything like it was a full-time gig and mm-hmm. you know when he died my mother went back to a job she hadn't worked an actual job in like 20 years because she'd been doing that for a long time so it was a big adjustment period but the reason why i'm saying this is that and not just because my mother's name is sarah which is just a coincidence um is that The idea of a strong woman character has never been something that's felt weird to me. Ever since I was a kid, it always made sense to me that a woman could be in charge, could be the lead role, and be the important person. Because to me, that's what it was growing up. My mother was the one who was steering the ship, and was, was strong, and did everything. So for a movie like this, it just for me. So, so when I got older and like the conversation around like, Oh, we can't have female superhero movies because it doesn't work. And I'm like, oh, why doesn't it work? Like, what are you talking about? Like the, the Terminator aliens, the head television show, Buffy the vampire slayer. What are you talking about? You got it. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I just, it's a point. No,
1: I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. It's not sappy at all. It's a great story. And, uh, I- I mean, and it, it's it's wonderful that you can that you watch films like this, and there, you already have a a respect for females. But like this movie, surprisingly, is very respectful for females, which is not something that we really got a lot of beforehand. I mean, yeah, you get yeah, glimpses yeah. of it every now and then. Like Princess Leia was a pretty great female character, but like strong women and it and it's a secret love story in the film also like <laughs> you know it's it, it's about um <laughs> George, it's George. about strong women a, a woman who who is fully capable but hasn't realized it until someone you know helps her with it and it's it's uh sarah connor is a yeah a huge influence on yes, she, uh, a, she, a lot of female characters that we get later on
0: yeah, no, I mean, hell, you, you said there that we didn't have a lot of great examples of strong, you know, female characters in movies like this before. We didn't really have it after, either. You know, you had her and Ripley, but for a long time that was yeah. The, I mean, that was it took it. a little
1: while, and and we they they would trickle in every now and then. And when I got them, I held on to them. But you know, now we have movies like Captain Marvel, and don't tell me Captain Marvel isn't influenced by Sarah Connor. Like everything is influenced by Sarah Connor. She is the the milestone of female. Characters in cinema. Also, Princess Leia. Also, Princess
0: Leia. Also, Princess Leia. So. <laughs> no, Princess Leia is good. I think Princess Leia is kind of a transitionary one to me because they still kind of like play into the tropes of what a female character was at the time. Like she's still technically a damsel in distress in that first movie. And they have fun with it, don't get me she wrong. She is
1: so Carrie Fisher.
0: Oh, she like, is, don't she get me wrong.
1: So much of her personality comes through it, in, like she, in she, her role as Princess Leia.
0: She's strong, she's tough, she fights back, she's really funny with her attitude. Like, don't worry me wrong. She, they, they do everything with it to make it not feel like it's just a damsel But technically, in a, in a plot perspective, she is. And I think what's interesting to me about the Terminator is, yeah, they come back and take me, you know, save her because she is the one that's being targeted. But the whole point of that movie, the journey of that movie, is because as much as Leia is a strong character, it's not an arc for Leia in Star Wars. Like she, she's that strong character as soon as we meet her. She's that tough, mm-hmm. go, you know, like person immediately.
1: No, no, you're right.
0: Uh, Sarah Connor it is the story of someone learning to fight and willing, like, believe in they can defend themselves and believe in they can survive. She's
1: not in that world yet. You yeah. Know? She has to. She has to learn that she needs to be ready. And and by But second film, we we realize she's ready.
0: On a, on a meta level, you look at that story in Terminator One of her becoming strong, and it's almost this letter to the rest of like, you know, the movie, and saying, hey, look, this is the story of the the weak damsel becoming the the badass action hero. And it can be done, and therefore we should be here now. And no one listened because it wasn't happening elsewhere. <laughs> afterwards, but you know, I just I was I was I snickered a little bit in the middle of one of your points, and it's not because what I thought you said was funny. You were making a very serious point. I snickered because <laughs> I just thought, it occurred to me how, as you were talking, that we have spent more time talking about the Terminator than any other movie, even though we already talked about it for over ninety minutes. <laughs> not Check that out long our ago.
1: On the eighth. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even
0: think we repeated well, a lot of points. Sort
1: of also our first sci-fi movie on the list, which I'm grateful to have.
0: <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, so that'll take us on a number thirty. Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship yeah! of the Ring.
1: too low. <laughs> Whichever one it is, is too low. It's, it's the Fellowship
0: <laughs> of the Ring. Um, oh,
1: that's my favorite. <laughs> i have this thing with firsts okay i i I tend to get drawn to the first of a franchise and (laughs) if you haven't noticed already and yeah fellowship of the ring is a perfect film 10 out of 10 should be higher
0: (laughs) i think i think Lord of the rings of fellowship of the ring would be perfect if the plot of two and three was condensed down to about 30 minutes and it was just the last 30 minutes of fellowship and it was all one movie oh
1: screw you there is so much plot <laughs> there's no way it can fit in 30 uh,
0: minutes look, look for anyone who doesn't know me for anyone who who's surprised at this lord of the rings uh, bashing i'm not a fan i'm not a big fantasy guy i, I don't <laughs> like them and we can leave it at that I, don't, I will make
1: no more jokes i love them and i will discrepancy this with saying that i do not like
0: mm-hmm. fantasy
1: i don't <laughs> fantasy like when I think of wizards and magic and dragons, my eyes glaze over and I just fall asleep. Like it's, I think of people playing Dungeons and Dragons in their basement and it sounds so corny. And not that I don't love Dungeons and Dragons, I'm not bashing. I actually played quite a lot of it in college and it was fun. But <laughs> it's goofy, it's silly, and I don't take it seriously, except for Tolkien. When Tolkien <laughs> writes it, it's incredible. And I think these I think Peter Jackson knew how to take the source material and make it into a oh look at you. And make it into I'm a, D20. A, a movie that that flows well, that has the right pacing, that has the right character development. And he, he's able to to pick and choose the things that matter to Frodo's story and make a coherent movie out of it that is That's great, and I'm, you know, I'm I'm bummed that it didn't give that fellowship the ring, didn't get best picture. But like I said before, I'm glad *Return the King* won, if anything, to *Retcon* for the other two not winning before. (laughs) I I I love this film. I'm glad it's on here. I will bash. Too low on my list, but I'm glad it made the top fifty.
0: I will not bash it. I'll I'll let you take the moment because you actually care. And obviously, people care because that's why it's here. I will not say else. I do. I love
1: I love these films. I love this world. And Tolkien has a beautiful way with words that makes fantasy work.
0: Um, I'll, I'll say one positive thing. The music's pretty good.
1: Oh, that score is beautiful. I love listening to the Shire tunes. <laughs> it's so positive, and you feel like you're in a field of green where like, every neighbor loves each other, not like America. So... <laughs> Yeah. I, uh, I love the music.
0: All right, number thirty
1: seven. It's gonna take so long.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is clearly a two-parter. We've established this this first part's only going to twenty-six. Um we'll do the second half uh, next week. Um so this is uh number number thirty-seven is <clears throat> how do you do it? Welcome to Jurassic Park. Way too low. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, John. Hello, John. Hello, John. John. I really hate that man. I am even wearing my white shirt. I didn't even do that intentionally. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) You need more linen. And a cane.
0: Yeah, I'm in my Hammond outfit. As soon as my hair goes white, um, I'm going to be nailing it. Uh, Jurassic Park's a wonderful film. Jurassic Park, I've said this before, I'm sure, on shows, but this was the first movie I ever saw in movie theatres. I was four years old and dinosaurs were the coolest thing uh, at the time. (laughs) So, you know, there was a T-Rex. Yeah. We have a Rex. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jurassic Park wasn't my first movie, but it was the first movie that I remember becoming a movie fan when watching sure. it. Sure, sure. I, I watched Jurassic Park and something clicked when I saw it where I went, I didn't know that movies could do this. And it was the first movie I watched where I thought I need to know who directed it and I need to watch everything else that director made. Whenever I saw Sam Neill in something, I thought, I have to watch this because he was in Jurassic Park. I watched the behind the scenes of Jurassic Park on television so many times. Every time I see that Gallimimus scene, all I see are the Sam Neill and the two kids running with cones coming out of their eyes. Mm -hmm. Because that's how they (laughs) were able to determine where to put the dinosaurs (laughs) from the special effect cones that they added. I... I love this movie. Yeah, dress Park. This Park's... movie has a lot of editing flaws, and I couldn't give a shit about it because. Oh it's, yeah,
0: well, it's, it's, in my mind, it's flawless. It's one of those things where you see it so many times that you start to really notice all the little mistakes that kind of build up, and you're like, ah, right. like, where, where where did that cliff come from? That was like that was like <laughs> flat ground a minute ago. <laughs> what's, what's going on? There's
1: a there's a scene in it where Jeff Goldblum literally teleports to like another part of the park, and yeah. I don't care.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah, it's just, this is what it is um, but no it's a great movie it's full of memorable lines obviously I do the Hammond Lanes because I'm Scottish and Tara likes me doing the Hammond lines but I do I mean you nail it I know um, <laughs> <laughs> although my favourite line in the movie might actually be clever girl um, which I'll I'll break nah, no can't do it I know but I like I like breaking that out when uh, Um, I've not done it on the show yet but one day Tara's going to say something really witty and I'm just going to go clever girl
1: <laughs> you might be waiting a long time
0: <laughs> it'll happen it'll happen one day um, and of course this wasn't the first movie you saw it. it'd be so weird if you waited to the age of bleep to don't, see a movie in the theaters
1: <laughs> I, I hope it. you had a beep in that I just bleeped it <laughs> you black out the mouth and you go beep.
0: <laughs> I literally just bleeped it live <laughs> that was my joke
1: <laughs> sorry this might be gin
0: are you still drinking?
1: Look, I pre-gamed with my mom earlier with a martini, and uh, just gotta keep keep it going.
0: Okay, okay, all right, jeez. Uh, so Jurassic Park's the number. It's the
1: th- weekend.
0: Jurassic Park's number thirty-seven. <laughs> Jurassic Park's number thirty-seven. Uh, which will take us out of number thirty-six. <laughs> number thirty-six is Drive. Why? You <laughs> shut your drunk mouth. And you will listen to why this movie is fantastic because Drive deserves to be up here. It deserves to be higher, even. Drive is a phenomenal film. It is oozing style. You got Ryan Gosling there as the driver. Uh, the opening driving sequence is like one of the most suspenseful little things ever. And it's got such yeah, a great it's character arc. <laughs> it's got a great character arc. Um, Great soundtrack. The whole thing is absolutely like just mesmerizing and. and you're just drawn in. It's Refer is a phenomenal director. This is the most mainstream thing he's done. He's, all this stuff is very artsy, uh, but I think this actually works for most people. And Tower's just um, weird. So. I'm not
1: a fan of Christina Hendricks.
0: Um, she's all right. I mean, she, 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 she's she's <laughs> how how do how do I say this without just saying it like, sound like I'm I'm freezing her boobs? Uh, she she.
1: she <laughs> She is boobalicious, but I'm not a fan of her acting.
0: Yeah, she was in Firefly, for the record.
1: <laughs> right. She was there for her body. I remember that role.
0: Oh, come on. She, she was not skimpy in that at all. What are you talking about? She wasn't. You're misremembering. You, you're remembering boobs where there were no boobs. All I thought were boobs. <laughs> that, that's your dirty mind. I, I don't. That, that was that was.
1: I mean, yeah, whatever. She's she's a fine woman and a fine <laughs> actress, I and mean, I'm, I'm sure a fine human being. But the movie itself is boring.
0: <laughs> I completely disagree with I this.
1: I don't understand the praise. I, I'm sure there's a lot of atmosphere. Um, the opening scene where Ryan Gosling's just chewing on his fingernails and wears a scorpion jacket, and everyone thought it was really cool. And I don't, I don't get it.
0: All right, all Maybe right. I Okay. Maybe I'll give
1: it another chance one day. You
0: remember how in Lord of the Rings I just shut up and let you praise it and then we moved on? Remember that? Remember how nice that was? Yeah,
1: but <laughs> this is my show, so <laughs> everyone wants to know my thoughts.
0: Oh, God. Don't, don't worry, everyone. Drive Drive is a, a wonderful film, and I've got your backs. Alright, we're moving on to number 35, which is Django Unchained.
1: Ooh, another Tarantino film. You, you, know, you know, this is as far as movie quality goes, mm. this one is probably on par with Pulp Fiction, but True. it's not my favorite Tarantino film.
0: Joe' what's funny is I actually love Django Unchained. Django and chains like in my top three Tarantino movies. Um, I'm mm-hmm. surprised at a place though. I'm surprised it's higher than Reservoir Dogs. I am surprised people put it this high. I am I'm genuinely yeah. impressed. Me too. Um, and I say I say impressed because I actually love it. I, I think it's I had such a blast. Like I I mean I love all Tarantino. Oh,
1: it's great! It's a- phenomenal film
0: yeah tarantino's movies I, I mean i like them all um i don't need to rewatch watch jackie brown but like i like them all right i love yes you do i love most of jackie them jackie
1: brown's amazing
0: i love most <laughs> of them i really do um but there's something about the more kind of adventure action tarantino movies um that just really clicks with me where he gets just i mean forgive the word a bit more pulpy um yeah and yeah. it just works like see see the moment in django unchained where um, he's, he's he's realized he's allowed to pick his own clothes, and there's a little joke where you see him in this ridiculous outfit. That
1: blue suit is all I can think about when I yeah.
0: think of Django Unchained.
1: But, I love that moment. But see that moment—he's so w- proud.
0: Where he comes out uh, to defend someone who's being whipped. I think I can't remember the exact scenario, but he comes out to defend someone, and it does the hero shot, where it's the low angle and it tracks in towards him as the music as the as the as the, uh, the trumpet kicks in. And it's this like heroic mm-hmm. moment where he's here to save the day. And it's like Tarantino just knows what he's doing. He knows how to like put in these almost cheesy moments from old movies, but make them feel like they just work in the tone yeah. of the film.
1: And he's so good with the actors. Oh yeah, like, absolutely. I, I mean, I think Jamie Foxx is a phenomenal actor, and I think the you know general audience would agree. And oh yeah, obviously I obviously the Academy agrees too because he has an Oscar.
0: Don't, don't get me but, wrong, like he but he
1: is so good in this movie He's, and i know it's all the direction
0: how many christoph walls and you know because yeah because jimmy fox he can he can suck too like did you see amazing spider-man 2 because jimmy fox would I be bad not, i did not care
1: to see that film He's i like, saw the first amazing spider-man and said i'm good
0: do, do you know what joey is in that movie he is basically like mr freeze and uh, batman and robin except he doesn't have all the one all right
1: everybody chill
0: <laughs> but he looks like mr freeze um but no like Django I love a Django and shit I think it's got a really sharp wit to it I love the relationship between uh, Christoph Waltz who's also fantastic in this movie uh, and, and uh, Jamie Foxx um, I don't want like to spoil anything but there's a moment Um, I'll just say the words uh, of Wida Zane, and like the way that's used at one point and the way it's set up and then paid off is like this touching thing and I yeah. love it so much so I'm,
1: I'm a huge fan of westerns and this was Tarantino's first like western film that he did and although I love his follow up of a lot more because i'm just such a fan of that film The, i mean watching him do a western film like this was so satisfying and the the fan in me of both tarantino and western films was just like this is uh, when i watched it i i truly thought it was the greatest movie i would ever seen i used
0: i used to think <laughs> i didn't like westerns i went a long time thinking it was a genre i didn't like and then mm-hmm. I and then I watched uh, the the Dollars trilogy and went, oh, wait, maybe yeah. maybe I so do good. maybe I do like westerns. I just don't like the old like American westerns. I like these types of westerns. Yeah, there was a,
1: there was a long period of time where where um 2001 was number two on my list and the good the bad the ugly was number one
0: (laughs) yeah yeah once upon a time in the west is great i mean i like tarantino's westerns i mean i don't love like a ton of westerns but there's definitely a good amount of them now where i'm like no i I love like a good like dozen these that are all fantastic oh yeah uh in fact because it it
1: doesn't i mean the setting doesn't always matter you know it's it's about the characters and tarantino knows how to write characters I, and write, I, especially right dialogue
0: I think until I was 18 the only western I technically liked was Back to the Future Part 3
1: <laughs> technically <laughs> it's a great movie. That's a good movie hey you know the fiddler in the band yeah. Yeah. I actually know him whoa yeah the one that plays Easy Top he's a friend of mine
0: <laughs> oh. and he's
1: in Back to the Future 3 how about that
0: big shot
1: I know. <laughs> <laughs> big Hollywood here <laughs> With Tara. <laughs> Hollywood Tara. Hollywood um,
0: Tara. What was the? What was one thing I was going to say here. Um, yeah, it inspired me to go back and watch the original Django, which has nothing to do with the. Uh, the original Django is a lot more like a spaghetti western, and it's. Uh, uh, but it's fun. I like it. I've got it blurry. It's a good movie, so um, mm. I recommend watching it. If I have you...
1: not seen it, but I, I actually would like to.
0: If you want more spaghetti westerns in your life, I recommend the original Django. Uh, so
1: spaghetti mm. I love that Italian dubbing.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> it's a charm. Um, number thirty-four. <laughs> number thirty-four. You're about to be floored. Kill Bill.
1: Another Tarantino film, back to back.
0: Back to back, baby. Uh, so is this
1: considered Kill Bill Part One or the whole thing? Yeah, uh,
0: the whole thing. I made it very clear when the we started this. Affair? that um that counts as one movie because it is is one movie if I, one movie. I i have literally never watched it separately i've always watched it in one sitting uh whenever i've watched but it even
1: have you seen the whole bloody affair
0: uh no because it's never been officially released has it like as a as a one cut
1: no just in theaters which i didn't get to watch because mm. i wasn't la at the time but i wish i i wish i had seen it
0: oh, i'd love to see the whole bloody affair but i've always just watched them back to back because that's that's clearly how it's meant to work like it it's a movie that the studio said no you can't have a four and a half hour movie you have to split it in two uh, yeah. so he did but that was a decision made late that was not like planned to be a two-part movie so uh, it's one big movie um and it's, it's actually my favorite tarantino movie i freaking love kill bill it is so good it's so good yeah. um I, mentioned... I mean
1: i've already stated my favorite is is hatefully but the yeah i mean a lot of people criticize that You know, he is a fan who makes copies of films of the films that he's watched and loved throughout the years. Mm -hmm. And this is clearly his love of Kung Fu films coming through in a film. But I don't I have to disagree. Like he makes everything his own. Like Tarantino's signature is on everything. And Kill Bill is probably the most Tarantino film that he has ever made. And it is bloody and awesome and has a bitchin' and female lead and i i you're right i you can watch both of them and it would feel like a two-hour ride it wouldn't feel like like the four hours that it would be
0: yeah yeah um no the movie's fun. i, I Emma thurman's great in it and the fight scenes are fantastic. You know, Tarantino's actually really good at directing action, um, which is not something oh, you... Yeah. You don't really think about him doing that as much. You think about him having characters at a table talking to each other, but he's actually really good at You're action. Right, most
1: of his actions are just people pointing a gun at each other and then dialogue. There's not a whole lot of action in it, but yeah. actually, it's quite good.
0: Yeah, but in, yeah, unless you get the crazy age fight, you get, you know, the, the opening fight with uh, uh, Vivica Fox, you know, with a, their...
1: The knife fight?
0: The knife fight, yeah. Um... And you know where they the bleep her name because we're not allowed to know that her name is be bleep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yeah, and like I'm I'm not going to say I'm expecting Kill Bill Volume Three with uh, her daughter who was in Stranger Things this season, but
1: kind of expecting it.
0: She she she's she's great. Like uh, Mia Hawk, I think her name is. Um, because it's also she's like,
1: still acting, huh? That's
0: cool. Yeah, she's in Stranger Things season three. She was she's had a small role in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and she's really good. She's really freaking I, good.
1: I, if Tarantino makes his tenth film, Kill Bill Volume Three, I would be very satisfied. However, I really want that Star Trek film. So I know. I hope he makes eleven films. <laughs> make it a, make it a baker's dozen. Why not? Let's just do thirteen films. What?
0: What if we don't count Kill Bill Three as an entry? what if it's like, no, that's still part of the same movie.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Just do that. That's He's fine. good at doing that. That's fine. Um. I mean, clearly he doesn't count four rooms. So, even though he directed like a quarter of that film,
0: True, sure. True. Um, mm-hmm. I that no, *Cable* is uh, a magical experience that is delightful. Um, Agreed. And as per usual, great soundtrack. It's it's I don't know, it's, it's 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 so much energy. That, that that movie is effortless to watch. Like those movies where I see a runtime over two hours and I'm like oh, and it'll feel over two <laughs> hours. This movie is legitimately four and a half hours long, and it. Flies in, it flies in yeah. because it's just so smooth and slick. But hey, uh that's Kill Bill. Uh, number, good th- job, everyone. <laughs> number thirty three is the thing.
1: Ooh, I love this film.
0: Yeah, John Carpenter is <laughs> the thing, of course. Nineteen eighty two. um You know, before the era of remakes, this was like the the, the big good remake. I mean, obviously, The Fly as yeah. well. But. um you know like the thing was a big example because they didn't do it as often i guess um but it's a wonderfully paranoid film it's a bottle movie it's out in the great setting out in the snow great practical effects you get all these
1: is it cronenberg oh carpenter no did cronenberg do the effects no it's not oh. a cronenberg thing
0: no I, don't, no I don't think so okay yeah uh did cronenberg ever do effects
1: oh i thought that he did <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I if he did. I
1: thought he was like kind of like a Stan Winston thing, who also directed.
0: I I don't think so. But I mean, you. I mean, I may just be wrong though. I may just not know about this. But as far as I know, no.
1: Okay, never mind.
0: But I'm uh, sure
1: I'm wrong. <laughs> practical
0: effects are great. In fact, do you know how good the practical effects are? There was a scene in it, chapter two. that was basically a scene from the thing, um, and it looked like garbage. It looked straight up garbage. And it looks fantastic yeah. in the thing. And that was made like almost 40 years ago. So you know what? Suck it. <laughs> Suck because it. Because practical is
1: always going to be better. <laughs> if you can... that uh, That's the thing about those films in like the 80s and early 90s where, where the CGI just wasn't there yet unless you were Spielberg. So you would have to do... The things that you could do with practical effects, you always did. And then things that you couldn't do, you would make work with with the digital effects. But that's why Jurassic Park still holds up so well and The Thing holds up so well and even these new like Star Star Wars films that are coming out like The Force Awakens looked great because they put practical effects back in it.
0: Yeah, but that's and, why the prequels don't hold up because they were all... And that's
1: why the prequels yeah. don't hold up, you're right. And it's... Or, or like so many movies from the early 2000s and late 90s just don't... They look worse than their predecessors because they thought we have the technology now and they just didn't, they yeah. they didn't. It looks so bad. And yeah. And, and because you know, that it's, that it's a real, uh, a, a real entity there that you, they've you, created, you, the actors are reacting to something real that it, it it resonates with you like you react to it as well
0: do you know what it it kind of is like it's like um obviously you can have bad practical effects and a lot of low budget movies back in the day would have bad practical effects and it would take you out the movie right the difference with cg is that cg just like practical effects can be bad or good and if you have the right people doing it you spend enough time doing it you can have great cg and it'll work and it'll hold up the difference between them though is that with cg like they kind of treat it in this weird way where they still spend a lot of money on it and think they can do everything with it, but it'll still end up in the low end of the scale. Like, you know, it needs to. I
1: mean, look at Justice League. Oh, how well. hard is it to make a mouth?
0: <laughs> apparently, pretty hard. We're
1: not there yet, apparently. so
0: I mean, well, how hard is it just to, like, you know, not hire Zack Snyder and make a good movie so you don't have to cover up a mustache for, like, well, that's... half the film?
1: Yeah, but I saw Fallout, and the mustache was totally worth it. So. <laughs> well, see, They're here... in the right to defend keeping the mustache.
0: I'll, well, I'll say this. I'll say this. If Justice League was actually a good movie, but it just had the mustache They thing... would have
1: just given Superman a mustache. Clearly, that's the way Henry yeah. Cavill should look.
0: But if, Super, if, if Justice League was actually the Justice League movie that I would have wanted as a DC fan, I would hate that Mission Impossible movie for causing that moustache problem. As it is, though, it's a mess. So I don't really care. It's whatever. Yeah, screw yeah, it. Yeah, but
1: the thing is, I watched Justice League, and I I know why Joss, Joss Whedon decided to put that scene in it, but I don't think it was necessary. It didn't need it to be there. And because it looks so bad, just cut it. Just cut it. What do you mean that one scene? It didn't need to be there.
0: It wasn't just one scene. It was, like, 15 scenes. <laughs>
1: Well, it was the opening scene that was the worst
0: okay sure yeah but it was it was bad throughout the whole thing because there was scenes like later on that he, he still had it as well it was
1: those were not as noticeable as the first scene but the, the first scene was just the worst i think it was, that's just he couldn't not look at his mouth and be like why do you have a baby mouth
0: that's i think that's just because it's the first time you see it so it hits you with that whoa this looks bad
1: this is not human.
0: This is this is weird and <laughs> disgusting. What's happening?
1: Although I guess Superman's an alien. But it, it still doesn't work. It doesn't work. But just yeah. cut it. Just cut it. It it would have been so much better if you just cut it.
0: So the thing has great practical effects is what we're saying. Yes. <laughs> and, and good don't music. Watch Batman, or not Batman, don't watch Justice League. <laughs> don't watch Justice League. uh <laughs> Yes. Um it's right because we we did a TV show uh, last year called Homecoming from the creator of Mr. Robot. And it, it did this thing where it was using music from different movies, and there was like a Brian De Palma track at one point from Body Double, which was I, I noticed which uh, was really that's really upbeat music, and later on in the season when like something tense was happening, it, it, the thing music came in. It was like bum bum, <laughs> bum bum, and I'm like, that's cool. the thing. What the hell? And it was just it was so is good. That
1: the, is that the one with um Julie Roberts?
0: Yes, yeah, she was in season one, yeah. Yeah, uh, him, I remember the oh, advertisements but I didn't watch it Her, her and Steve Zahn Not Steve Zahn, sorry oh, not. Steve Zan. It's not Steve Zahn, it's the guy that I always confuse with Steve Zahn because they look very oh, similar Oh, <laughs> it's not
1: Bad Ape
0: It's not Bad Ape, it's the guy uh, Shea Wiggum, he was in like he's been in tons of stuff he was in Agent Carter, he was in Kong Skull Island he was in um, a ton of stuff you know his face, but he's, he's very he's like an angrier looking version sure, of Steve Zahn Sure, but he's Zan.
1: no Steve Zahn <laughs> <laughs> he's not a no he's not a bad ape
0: okay 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 uh, so this thing's fantastic uh, number 32 hand over my heart Serenity you can <laughs> this take this
1: movie does not deserve to be there
0: <laughs> you take that back
1: this movie you is and buttering up to you that's all this is <laughs> you can
0: take my love you can take my this land
1: this is so stupid you can take me where i cannot start
0: <sighs> <laughs> i don't care i'm still free you can't take the sky from me <laughs>
1: so dumb
0: no this movie's amazing this this is one of the best theory experiences i've ever had it was an emotional journey i laughed i cried i was scared i i went through every emotion in the rainbow you you do not get to make fun of me for this
1: <laughs> what the fans are doing jacking me <laughs> off the fans are jacking me off is that what you're saying right there? this is just for you
0: <laughs> it is not this is a fantastic movie how dare you
1: it's a fine film it would have been a fine two-parter episode for serenity not top 50 movies of all fucking time (laughs) of all freaking time
0: (laughs) you are breaking my heart right now
1: (laughs) Uh, serenity
0: you secure that <laughs> shit this was a, a a touching story and there's so much meta stuff in there about the show being cancelled and about fighting for what you believe in uh, to get the movie made it is a beautiful, touching thing it has all of Josh Whedon's wit and humour and Josh Whedon, much like Tarantino has a very unique tone that always feels Josh Whedon and his characters are all very witty and it's not the same wit as Tarantino but it's like a similar kind of thing where it's always his voice coming through the characters you can always feel it, you can always hear it I love it. Sorry already, already right. it was on my top ten, and you—I don't. It was on my top fifteen, maybe. It was, it was up high. How dare you? I. How dare I've you seen laugh? I this film
1: and yeah, it's a it's a fine film. It's a fine TV show episode.
0: How two-parter. How dare you laugh at this? I I am. <laughs> I am heart oh, right now. Oh come on!
1: This is so here for you.
0: <laughs> or maybe our fa- or, or maybe the, the 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 fan base who who likes my content maybe has some similar taste. Did you ever think of that? That maybe maybe oh, yeah. they they have similar taste and maybe that's why your shitty Lord of the Rings movie was at number thirty eight. <laughs> Did you ever think of that?
1: Oh Actually, Lord of the Rings should be so much higher than 38. Hey. Wait, wait, wait. Lord of the Rings is worse than Serenity? Goddamn right it is. You goddamn right it is. Right is. Such
0: bullshit. The people have spoken. <laughs> the people have spoken. You people are the best. You know how to, you know how to do it. You know how to I do it. I should have
1: got my people to vote. <laughs> <laughs> Serenity. <laughs> it's dumb.
0: It's like, like a leaf in the wind. Watch as it soars.
1: What's the next movie? The next <laughs>
0: film, number thirty one, is seven. What? Seven.
1: Oh seven. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. Right, yeah, I like this movie. Is it getting more difficult? Is my accent getting worse or are you just drunk? Like what 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 op- which one are we on?
1: Well, I try to keep the the volume down pretty low so that it doesn't pick up on my microphone because I don't like wearing headphones because I have amazing hair and I need to let it, you know, flow. (laughs) And headphones would impede that. So, yeah, sometimes I struggle because the accent and the volume being low. (laughs) But, yeah, seven, seven. Great movie. Great movie. A lot of pictures that will stick with you for a long time.
0: Mm-hmm. it's actually much better than i i remembered it because we did it on uh, influx like last year and i i was surprised
1: the box,
0: the box. <laughs> uh, but i was surprised um because i'd kind of forgotten what the actual like, emotional core of it was and it's actually got a good little character story in the background of it or within it mm-hmm. on top of the you know the actual you know hunting the serial killer and whatnot and the cinematography oh yeah
1: i mean there's a reason this movie sticks around as a classic for you know Uh, these types of films and it's it's definitely because of the character that you that you're really invested in it's it's not just because of the mystery of the film and the murder and like the the cat and mouse chase but it's it's about the characters
0: yeah absolutely um although i cut you off (laughs) no i didn't no i i i just uh i do have a bit of a grudge with it though because this movie looks great but i will say that every other thriller trying to look like this movie for the next 10 years made every oh, thriller look like shit and
1: tv shows
0: because everyone who tried to mimic david fincher's style fails miserably at it and it looks really bad he
1: can't yeah he's got some kind of magic yeah. in his filming of the day that is that can't be replicated
0: yeah they basically just throw a tint on it and think oh that'll make it look finchery and it just looks bad and i hate it yeah
1: let's just put that that yellow dirty vomit tint for it and then it'll be david lynch no it's no there's skill here that you're missing
0: (laughs) yes exactly and i want you to know i would have backed you up on your your hair being great i'd have backed you up on that but you laughed at serena so no no
1: (laughs) come on hair i just need you to grow just a little bit faster
0: Number 30 is the Matrix.
1: Oh, another sci-fi finally.
0: Yeah. Um there is no spoon. Yada
1: yada yada. (laughs) Um yeah, Matrix is great. We haven't reviewed it yes yet on the ace, but I can't wait to do it because I mean this movie is life-changing and film changing to be frank like <laughs> it was a big deal i remember i didn't see it in theaters i was
0: just a little bit too young to actually see it in theaters when it came out because i was 10 when it came out but i, I saw it soon after just a wee one <laughs> just just a wee one yes um just a wee laddie that's more of an irish <laughs> thing. i don't know why i said that uh, i thought that was so scottish it was It i said more said it more irish uh so, uh, top of the morning to you. I'll do the... Uh, how, how about... I can't do an Irish accent. I was, I was going to say how about I do it. a
1: leprechaun? I,
0: I was going to say how about I do the rest of the show in, in an Irish accent, but I couldn't even get the sense so, to do it in an Irish accent. Uh, where's my pot of gold? From Ireland? I can't it's terrible. Yeah, I can't Stick with it.
1: John Hammond.
0: Yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do that. Uh, no, Matrix is great. I remember it coming out, and I like I remember it being something where someone in school said, "Hey, you have to see this." And uh, uh we rented the, the the VHS from the video store because kiddies. There was a once upon a time where you had to rent cassette these video cassette tapes from from mm-hmm. a store, and you watched movies that way. And I remember finding the movie a little bit confusing at that age, but I still was really into it because of how it looked and how it felt and everything right. that was going on. I mean,
1: you knew it was special.
0: Yeah. Um, and obviously, it's one of those times where I saw it a few times at that age and liked it just for being an action movie, I guess, and for it looking and sounding cool. I think when I watched it maybe after a few years and it was like, I was like 16, 17, I was like, oh, I, I get this now and I really like it. It's good. It's like, yeah. What, what is this? Um, so, yeah.
1: Unfortunately, it was something that was so special and could not be recreated even by the Wachowskis.
0: Not even close.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, The Matrix changed cinema and action films forever Although and much, rightly so
0: much like seven ruining the look of thrillers uh this meant we had to suffer through lots of bullet time parodies for the next 10 years
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it, i mean it was so innovative at the time and such a cool effect and um it's fact, so it's it, so 90s right like it's such a 90s film with the trench codes and and th- even the bullet time is such a 90s thing but it's so the 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 fear of the internet and of artificial mm-hmm. intelligence although that hasn't really gone away especially for for me <laughs> i'm always afraid of AI. Well, yeah but keep in
0: mind this was 1999 so this was right before 2000 so this was the y2k like scare right, and all Y2K that
1: par- paranoia and um
0: imagine explain there's people now who are like maybe like almost 20 people 18 year olds now is like oh yeah y2k like what was y2k what was that about well everyone was scared that the computers might big
1: deal all right (laughs) (laughs) it was all of a sudden humanity realizing that it had a reliance on technology that could have a flaw that would cause fatalities so (laughs) fatality (laughs) yeah Get over here! I understand the consequences of using the word "fatality." <laughs>
0: <laughs> or if you're Arnold in the new Mortal Kombat DLC, get over here!
1: <laughs> right? Doesn't that look awesome? It kind of makes me want to get Mortal Kombat Eleven just so I can play as Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> uh, he was in a he was in a wrestling game a couple of years ago. Uh, he was. Yeah, you can play as the Terminator in uh, I think two K 2K... sixteen. 17?
0: 16? 16. Because okay. um, I had that one. I played it on PC. Uh, there was two versions of them. Terminator 1 Arnold had the jacket when he was coming out. And he, he when he entered, it made the, the orb in the top of the ramp. And he was he started mm-hmm. kneeling down. It wasn't naked. He had the clothes on already. But he was kneeling down. And when he stood up, the, the, the theme music started playing. And he walked out of the ring. The Terminator 2 Arnold right. comes out in a motorbike uh, with the leather jacket on. Um, awesome. And rides around the ring. and
1: Yeah. I only know because I was a, a store manager for GameStop when that came out. Um I, I don't play wrestling games that I don't know I don't know WWE but I, I remember the trailer for that a lot because oh, I yeah. would play while I was working. <laughs> even
0: even recorded some uh, footage for it because the start of the T2 entrance it was like, it was like a, on the Titan trance a clip of him taking off his glasses and saying Judgment Day is here.
1: <laughs> and then it comes
0: out. Um
1: so are we going to play Mortal Kombat or what? <laughs>
0: uh we totally should should. We? I way I play other people online but I'll play you online.
1: We'll play. We'll play Arnold versus Arnold.
0: Yes. Well Yeah. Well, there's two <laughs> versions of him. I think there's two versions in the trailer at least. Um, I think
1: there's a younger one and the older one, yeah. right? From Dark Fate.
0: I think so. Yeah. Think there's like a really great one. Yes. We can swap. We can alternate.
1: Mm, <laughs> we'll see after Dark Fate if I want to play as the older Arnold.
0: Because the fatality in the trailer is at least for the older one is that it sends the the person into the future to be
1: I know, torn apart by awesome? Terminators.
0: Yeah, that's that's freaking great. That's a good fatality. Um that
1: was a great fatality. Do you
0: know what? I actually think I should we should get ten first and uh because ten's really cheap Played now.
1: Predator. And Divs are Predator.
0: Ten has Alien, Predator, Freddy and Jason.
1: Okay, but Divs are Predator. Again, <laughs>
0: I want a shot of all of them. Come on now. We can't you can't just all You can play be Predator. the rest
1: of three, but I'm gonna play as Predator.
0: <sighs> Alright, fine. Fine i will we'll record some of these fights, I'll upload them, and you can watch,
1: uh... I get 1080p back up. You
0: can, you can watch uh, two people who are terrible at fighting games try to beat each other.
1: Oh my god, I'm so bad. I'm so bad.
0: <laughs> I suck at them too, I mean, I wouldn't worry about it.
1: I have six platinum trophies on my PlayStation, but you should know that uh, three of them are LEGO games, so...
0: Three? I, I'll be honest, I thought it was going to be more than... Three. I thought you were going to say five of them are LEGO games. <laughs>
1: <laughs> half of them are like good games
0: oh dear um, anyway what were we on Matrix Matrix is really good yeah. I'm a little drunk yeah Matrix is fantastic um,
1: oh Matrix is so good Yeah. let's review that in the Ace tomorrow tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch it it's way too low on this list by the way okay
0: I don't know I think 30 is about right for me I mean I don't know where I had it in my list I did have it on my list somewhere but um,
1: I think it's top 20 at least for me. Okay. okay. I mean, it, it not only changed sci-fi films, but it changed action movies. We got, we get so many gung-fu movies now.
0: <laughs> um, I know you said you were trying to say gun-fu, but you said gung-fu, and that's really funny to me. <laughs> um, gun so, fu Hey, that's something we need to do. You have to do your top 50 at least, or, or top 100 movies.
1: Yeah, I mean, eventually...
0: I can. I
1: can say. I, mean, I can at sa- least sixty percent are going to be science fiction. So I I can sit <laughs> here and
0: react to it, right? You could do your top fifty or one hundred, and I'll I'll sit and be like, Whoa? I can tell you right now,
1: Drive and Serenity are not on it.
0: <sighs> <laughs> you are acting uh, like such a B-I-T-C-H which, as we all know, spells bitcher. <laughs>
1: Um, Foxy, you resemble that term, don't you? <laughs>
0: and Tara doesn't even know where that joke's from. <laughs> I don't. It's from the hit television show, Buffer the Vampire <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, I don't speak Joss Whedon.
0: <laughs> it's a great joke where um they spell out bitch in front of Xander and uh Giles is like well oh, I think
1: he's a good character. I, I Too think bad he's such an asshole in real life.
0: Oh yeah, Nicholas Brad is a drunk fool. But um uh, Giles is like well, I think we're a little bit too open spelling things out, and Enziner just goes, Pick ya."
1: <laughs> What's the next movie?
0: Next movie, uh, number 29. We're in the 20s now. Look at that. I know it's been a while for you, Tara, but uh, we're in the 20s. Uh... Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh my god. Do you, <laughs> <up too. laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what that one's worth it? I'll leave that one out. <laughs> I'll leave that one. Lady out. <laughs> in my
1: prime. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, number twenty nine. Speaking of a uh, um what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh another word for prime might be um no, it's too. Dis- I can't even say that. That's a dark joke. It's too disgusting. Number twenty nine is Silence of the Lambs. My segue was <laughs> going to be great, but just uh, the joke was too dark. So, um how do you Silence feel about Silence of the Lambs? That's really good.
1: That's really good. I, I think it's uh It might be a movie that kind of suffers from just its own fame a bit. Okay. Like it's a it's a movie that I've watched a lot, and I think maybe goes lower on my list just because it's it's something I already know and I expect. I love Anthony Anthony Hopkins, but I, this is not my favorite performance from him. But because I think it's a little over the top, but it suits the film. And. Um, I I do think it's a great film and it it probably deserves to be on the top fifty of all time. So but I I would probably put it a bit lower.
0: I love the movie. I do have the slightly controversial opinion that uh, Manhunters better, but I do love Science of the Lambs. You it's know, like, I've never seen it. I love it. But I'm, I'm a Michael I'm a Michael Mann fan, so I just love the style of that movie. It's just like so me. But this movie has a lot of depth in it. It has a lot of great uh, you know scenes, a lot of great directors, great performances. Um, I I do love a movie that kind of like. Because you see you read that tale and you go, silence of the alarms. What the hell is that about? You know, like what you know and you watch it, oh this is a good movie, but what does the tale have to do with it? And I love movies where you get it like, you know, halfway or like you know, two thirds through you're like, Oh, I get it. And you
1: you Buffalo realize... Bill is a really great character. I mean, he's a horrible, horrible man. Oh but sure. But he is a really great villain.
0: I I've said it before, I'll say it again. No man after watching this movie. <laughs> resisted the temptation the next time he was in the shower to tuck it between his legs just to see how it would look. <laughs> not... Would you do me? I, I do, do me. me. <laughs> that's the edited version.
1: <laughs> um, that's not did That's exactly what he says. Doesn't he say the effort? No, he says do. I remember oh. this. I thought he said the effort.
0: I also like the line, it puts the lotion in the basket. He says, that Yeah, Buffalo times.
1: Bills is an incredible villain and I, I enjoy good psychopath on cinema. Uh,
0: to to <laughs> get to a, a sort of semi serious point again, I actually watching it again like a year or two ago, like it was the first time I'd watched it in a while, and I actually really noticed kind of the early kind of feminist kind of like through line in it. Oh, that, totally. Like like yeah. obviously, like obviously it was always like you know, Jodie Foster was the main character and you know, it was her story, but like there's a there was moments in that movie that I just I was looking at from like a kind of modern context, or maybe just from an adult context, but I'm like, hey, there's actually a lot of like stuff in here that, that feels kind of ahead of its time in terms of like how it's dealing with this issue and dealing mm-hmm. with this character and the way she's treated and the way that everyone around her is it was a man's world she's in. Oh like... yeah,
1: a female in the FBI in charge of a major case like this. Totally.
0: Yeah. So no. Uh Sarah Salams has improved with age, although I still think Manhunter's better. And I'm going to say something else controversial. This is the last good Hannibal Lecter piece of work
1: yeah that's probably true i did see red dragon in theaters and
0: uh yeah. Not great <laughs> yeah I, I i i never saw that movie but um i know people love the hannibal tv show i was meh on it and i hated season
1: three i think people so. just love um the actor is it michael madsen mads mickelson mads mickelson yeah
0: michael madsen was in reservoir dogs <laughs> <laughs>
1: Excuse me, Mads Mikkelsen. I think people just love Mads Mads Mikkelsen, and if he's in something that's remotely good, they're going to love it, because he's a phenomenal actor.
0: Yeah, he's great.
1: But, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. It might be overrated. Um, I watched the pilot, and I never stuck with it. Mm. But I'm not very good with TV, also. If it's not HBO, I don't usually stick with anything.
0: Number 28 is... Twelve eight, ang- Yeah, 28. Uh, what? That's it? <laughs> yes, we're at 28. 12 Angry Men.
1: Oh, good job, everybody.
0: It's <laughs> a great film. It's a fantastic movie. It is like the most bottled bottle movie that's ever bottled.
1: Yeah, but it's also one of those standard films that you watch in school and you're like, oh, this is what every film is based from you know it's it's great
0: uh, oh i wasn't i wasn't critiquing i was saying that as someone who loves ball movies
1: <laughs> yeah it's no i agree it's a fantastic film
0: yeah these are great characters it's it's a uh, you know it's a story and show you know the great thing about this this is a story about not just like like uh you know incriminating someone just on a whim like you know it's actually yeah it's incredibly relevant today uh, in a way that is like sad in a way that it just hearts.
1: It's you're right. It's a movie that you can relate to today because there are many times where I have been like on the side of the mob and then somebody says, well, what about this? And then you go, Oh, didn't think about that. And now mm. all of a sudden your whole worldview changes because of one thing, you know, it's, it's, it's a, re- it's a nice film to remind you not to be a part of a mob.
0: I mean, I—I I mean, I've never been wrong, so I don't know what that feels like. But um, I think it's good that the film connects with you in that way.
1: Yes, because I'm a human, not a robot <laughs> like you are. I'm a human. I'm a human being. i have feelings i mm, I believe it when I see it. Uh-huh. All I've seen is robot Peter. <laughs>
0: Oh, dear. Anyway, that's what I script It's So, so good. It's, uh,
1: yeah, I don't know if there's much we could say about it, but yeah, it's great. It deserves yeah. to be on the list of the top 50 for sure.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, any review of it I'd ever do, if, if me and Connor do it at some point would be, would be, you know, so much about the plot and how it unravels and how, how, how expertly it's written. Cause you have to, I mean, you've just got a room with characters. If you've got a script, sorry, with just characters in a room talking, the script has to be perfect. It has to be so on point.
1: Yeah I don't think anybody has lines or has names. I think no,
0: uh, nobody juror, has names that, either. There's hey, just
1: juror number one through twelve, right? That would be a really impressive movie if it was just twelve people in a room with no lines of dialogue. Um, but yeah, hey, but, uh, Cooper could do it because he the first like forty minutes of two thousand one doesn't have any true. dialogue.
0: That's very so. true. But like, if you look at um. Sherlock um the, 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 movie, the, the, the movie like everything in it is based on it like like the 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 action the the ups and downs the plot reveals everything is in the dialogue and the performances everything has to be mm-hmm. delivered with that so the script has to be great the acting has to be great and it has to be kept interesting through so yeah level. and which is why which this is, is
1: definitely like you want to be a director watch this film first which because is... so much is done in just dialogue like you said and it's all it's never boring
0: which is why so, I, I love bottle movies because even though there's a lot of bad ones because people think they can pull it off but when they're done well it, it is nothing but a, a, a presentation of just how skilled the people behind it are because you have to work with so little and do something compelling so when it's pulled off I find it really impressive and I always enjoy that so mm-hmm. I uh, mean,
1: that's that was our discussion of the final countdown too. Was just like, give us a Twelve Angry Men version of sure, yeah. this conflict because that is sometimes the most compelling part of a film is just a single argument that you can have, and it can last forever. I mean, that's why we, I think that's why people even watch mild fuzz TV is because they want to listen to the debate about why something should be why you should stand for something and why something is right and something is wrong it's yes why it's serenity
0: a... should be on a top 50 movies of all time list
1: um yeah we can come back to that another time but like <laughs> i don't know how much i wanted to quote my passion towards that but <laughs> you making a wonderful... i understand why you might want to
0: you were making a wonderful point continue <laughs>
1: I just don't speak Joss Whedon, okay? <laughs> you can go like, back to... I don't speak British, I don't speak Whedon.
0: <laughs> you can go back to your point, you were making a good point.
1: 12 Angry Men is great and deserves to know this, <laughs> I think this spot is fair. I, 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 is I, it I, 27? That's fair.
0: 28, 28. Uh, you totally forgot, 28. Your, you forgot your point there, didn't you? Because I said to go back to it, and you just sort of went to 12 agreement is great. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, don't,
0: I don't remember what I was saying. Yeah, so. course, yeah. Um, number twenty-seven is The Exorcist. Ooh, we get our first horror film. You're right. Actually, that's, that's the first one, right? Yeah, good, good point. Um, this was one that um obviously a classic. It's not one that appeared on my list. I like it a lot, but I don't put it up at the you know the the highest end of horror movies for me.
1: I didn't see the exorcist until it was released in theaters for like an anniversary edition. Mm -hmm. And I want to say that was around like 99, 98, 99 when I saw it. Yeah. And it was, I remember seeing it and thinking that it was an incredible performance from a child, which you don't always see. It's, that's kind of a rare thing. (laughs) And, um, there are parts of it that are scary, but it's not something that holds up as well as I thought it would, as far as the fear goes. But as far as, um, filmmaking and, uh, atmosphere, uh, it definitely holds up.
0: Oh yeah. Absolutely. And I
1: can see it, I can see it being like a, 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 game changer for, for cinema.
0: Oh sure. It's a solid movie. The direction is, is near flawless. The, the performances are really good. Um, I wonder. I wonder if it just doesn't connect to me in the same way it does to some people, just because I'm I'm a I'm atheist and because I just I I just I don't believe. Well, in that could any be it. it. I mean, you so am
1: I. And when I when I watched it, it was also just a, uh, just. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't believe in ghosts or anything like that. Oh, I can sure. still get pretty scared by ghosts. Oh sure,
0: but I think I think the differences is, though is that people do believe like you know i'm okay people do believe in ghosts i suppose but that does exist but um people that believe in them not the ghosts themselves so <laughs> just to make that clear <laughs> um, but like with, with religion it's like you know it's such this this big thing that everyone like believes in you know we, we've been reviewing righteous gemstones is this, this in, institutionalized thing um like you know what like, a great show what a great I should show be on list. <laughs> basically i just want a, a remake of the exorcist but keith is like the assistant to the the priest oh
1: Oh, my God. Keith as in The Exorcist? <gasps> yes.
0: <laughs>
1: I want a Keith movie. I want a Keith spinoff. Yeah. I want everything, Keith.
0: Yeah. Keith, Keith uh, goes west or something. I don't know. Call whatever you want.
1: <laughs> uh- <laughs> <laughs> Come on, HBF. It's comedy gold just make it
0: but like I think I want to make it clear I think it's a great movie I, I think it's just like a solid 8 out of 10 but obviously a lot of people think it's one of the best horror movies have ever made and they give it like a 10 and they'll give it like you know I
1: think if we saw it when it came out it would have been a 10 out of 10 because Possibly. it would have been so ballsy and so different from anything that we have ever seen before yeah. but I think because we've seen so many things inspired by The Exorcist that just do it a little bit better that yeah it's always going to be an 8 out of 10
0: yeah yeah, beautifully put. So that us on in number twenty-six, which is actually the last movie of this video, this part, this episode, because as you can what? tell by the runtime, is that this is going very long, and this will be a two-parter. <laughs> because do you know, what? I knew it was foolish to think that maybe would. Sorry,
1: do... I didn't mean to drink.
0: I knew, I knew it was foolish to think we'd go quick enough that we'd do all, all of it in one go. I knew that was foolish. Um, although Tara does have to drink next week now when we do the second part, so it's consistent. Otherwise, it's going I'm to be all weird. I'm out of
1: my booze. I'll have to buy another bottle, and I don't like doing that.
0: <laughs> but it's going to be weird though if if the first half is all jolly and you're being all goofy, and then the second half is like, "I'm Tara,
1: hey, everyone,
0: welcome, welcome right. to the show."
1: <laughs> you're a terrible influence, but okay.
0: <laughs> okay. Number 26. I'll
1: take one for the team.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Number 26 is Halloween.
1: Ooh. uh, I love this movie. I know you do too, but like I think Halloween is very special for a film and I think the, the, the horror of it holds up incredibly well. Even more so than The Exorcist. And the soundtrack is, or the score is unbelievable. And um, Michael Myers is exactly what he's supposed to be in this film, which is just an entity that you cannot escape from. And he's always there. Even when you think that you are faster than him or more clever than him, he's always there. And I, I love that he's um, he is somehow better than you, but also uh, something slightly supernatural. And um yeah, it's a this might be one of the best horror films of all time, if not the best. And um it deserves to be on this list and it might even be a little bit higher for me.
0: Do I propose right now or do I like go go find a ring first? Like what what, what, <laughs> what <what's, laughs> like why do you think i would disagree with any of that people have heard me talk about halloween tons of times it is the best horror movie ever made this is far too low you people should be ashamed of yourselves it is perfect it is freaking perfect come on the music is is like the most iconic horror movie music ever ever like just ever right Jamie Lee Curtis is fantastic it has mm-hmm. it has a, a simple tale of the person who gets to survive is the person who cares about protecting people and is thinking of others as opposed to the others who are all just drinking and having sex which is why they get killed it's not about that those things being wrong it's about them doing that in place of, of uh, caring about anyone else it's is a beautiful film the cinematography is bar none the reason why 2018's Halloween completely falls apart for me is because the pacing of the kill scenes just isn't there. Halloween is beautifully yeah. paced, and it I is- only watched
1: that recently too. The 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 uh, the sequel with Jamie Lee Curtis. I think the the problem I have with that sequel is that, which I am really hoping that Terminator Dark Fate doesn't suffer from this, but I don't. I, I I don't know. Like I don't like this whole we are prepared for the thing that followed us before, and we are somehow like I don't like this whole Kevin McAllister, <laughs> is that his name, like approach to things so that's now. Do you know the other thing is? Is I actually
0: do kind of like that in theory, and I think it's it can be done well. And in fact, one of the reasons why I like Halloween four so much as a sequel is because they don't have like traps or anything like that. But the one big difference is is that this is this this time the town knows who he is, and that when they find out he's coming back, there's like <laughs> an- yeah, there's like I angry mobs right. with like guns like going around searching the streets because they don't want their kids to be killed. And You know, it, like it has this kind of like it's a bit goofy it's a bit more of a B movie, and I think mm-hmm. it can work in a B movie context especially. Um, but like for for me it was just too much packed into it and they just kind of overplayed all the hands and every, it just kind of rushed through things and the, the pacing was a big problem for me i just felt like it was rushing through everything but halloween i did
1: like the perspective of um michael myers in the in the the sequel where he was doing the same kind of recreation from the first film where you were just kind of following him but from his perspective this time
0: yeah, to... I, I just wish it was slower I because I, lo- I, I love that in the trailer I yeah, love that I, I agree with that too yeah. like it,
1: it does seem a bit quick and I because I like that and it kind of establishes the the atmosphere I like that Michael Myers is something that is beyond our understanding and mm-hmm. um, I like when crazy is something that is mysterious and not something that we have to figure out and fix
0: yeah which is why i hate the rob zombie remake because it gives you every reason why he is the way he is well what's so great I about that
1: but i don't care to see yeah. it so.
0: what's so freaking great about michael myers or to put it correctly the shape because he's not credited as michael myers michael myers is just when the mask is taken off the shape
1: yeah because he's yeah just... i remember seeing that i think that was in the remake too yeah. or not the remake the um the sequel that came out recently.
0: Yeah, because because the whole idea in the script it destroyed him he's he's no longer a man he is just the shape of a man and that's why he's called the shape. Um, mm-hmm. and like what makes him so great and part you know I said this in the Terminator review that you know like there's a lot of similarities between the Terminator and Michael Myers in a lot of ways. Oh it, totally, there's definitely some
1: similar. Well, vibes. the thing with Terminator is that he is just an unstoppable force. Yeah, and although he does eventually get stopped
0: yes he is technically that's
1: that's the threat of the Terminator right is that he is a machine with one program and that is to kill Sarah Connor and he will stop at nothing to do that and the same with Michael Myers in the way like he has a focus and no matter what what you think that you are smarter than him you can outrun him he will always catch up he will always be there because he's relentless
0: was that the boogeyman as a matter of mm-hmm. fact, it was. Uh, I'll, I freaking Halloween is a perfect movie. It just is. is perfect. It is.
1: I I think it is the quintessential horror film. It is the horror film that every movie director or aspiring director should watch and be like, oh, this is how it's done. Like this is this is how you make a movie and a villain that will is is truly terrifying because it is beyond our understanding.
0: Yeah, and no one to be quiet, no one not to use stings, because sometimes you just let things happen in the background, and that's the scariest thing of all. And the music's fantastic, like I said. In fact, that's the one good thing about the newer one, is the music by John Carpenter is, again, fantastic.
1: Did he create a new soundtrack for it? Yeah, he did the score? score.
0: He did the score for the new one, with his son. Awesome. Uh, and it's great. Like, see, see if you listen to the the end credits one. It's called Halloween Triumphant. The, the last track in the soundtrack. It's like the Halloween theme, but there's like an electric guitar going over it. But it's John Carpenter who awesome. did it. So it's it, metal. It sounds freaking <laughs> great. Like it's like oh man, like, he he went nuts on this. Uh, so that that's the, easily the best part of the new movie is the music. But uh, Halloween is is, is a ten. I I had it at like number three or four in my. Top 100, I think um, yeah, is. I think
1: it's I think it's pretty up there for me as well. I mean, it's a movie that I've watched since I was a kid, every Halloween. my mother, who's a big fan of <laughs> horror films like this is her favorite film, and you know it's it it's important because it's it, it gets it right, it gets it right the first time, and I think this is the movie that sets the that sets the bar for horror,
0: yeah, no I I mean uh, for, for me. When I look at the horror genre, and I look at, okay, obviously there's horror before Halloween, there's the psycho and. There's the Bills Texas Chainsaw, and there's obviously the classic monsters and the hammer stuff, and your vampires and Draculas, and I, you know I just did the reviews with Tim uh, for for Psycho, the Psycho movies, and you know one of the big things about Psycho, the original, is that that took horror out of the gothic castles out of Transylvania, away from vampires and stuff like that. Yeah, it also it,
1: like did away with tropes, which was yeah. kind of nice.
0: It, it 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 put it in a real world, present day setting, you know, at a motel in a city, like you know, out, on the outskirts of a city rather. Like it did modern settings and said hey you can be got at home you can be got in the current world it's not just in some freaky castle in the middle of nowhere that you've never heard of and um that 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 was kind of the the stepping stones and obviously had texas chainsaw which kind of did the same thing and and so on and so on uh halloween i think is the one that kind of took it and perfected it for me and like nothing has ever quite touched it since even though of course there's been fantastic horror movies since like obviously there's been tons oh of yeah them. definitely um in fact uh, you
1: can't help but feel the inspiration when you watch like even the great oh, horror films like yeah. um it follows kind of like that too like it's very much the That's a, uh, it, michael myers effect of an unstoppable force that will always catch even, up to you
0: even the way it shot felt like it was a carpenter movie just not by <laughs> carpenter and you're I don't right. think like it's surprising that that's my favorite horror movie of the the, the the century so far. Like that's my favorite. Oh yeah,
1: definitely. It, it It's one that stuck with me as well, especially because I used to live in an area when I watched it, like I lived mm. in a wooded area. So I would just kind of like look out in the woods, like what if like a human just emerged <laughs> and was following me all of a sudden. <laughs>
0: um, it's terrifying. Yeah. No, it's one. everything about it is wonderful. I think as a, as a, as a technique to suspense, um, mm-hmm. which modern movies want to do loud bangs and lots of quick cuts. And like, Don't want that. Uh, the, the thing I hate the most is a CGI face that opens its mouth really wide. I, I despise <laughs> that trope with every fiber of my being. And Yeah. yeah. So Halloween just does it right. Everything. All of it. Agreed. All of it. So.
1: And it's got William Shatner in it, technically.
0: Te- so te- yeah, technically good. the shape is a Star Trek William Shatner mask that's been spray-painted white and stretched out a bit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and see, so A plus
0: <laughs> and see when you know that you can kind of see it see when you look at that mask in the first movie you can, cause they didn't use the same mask in the, the ones after that they they always tried to recreate it and it always looked a little bit off but if you watch that that first movie you can kind of see William Shatner <laughs> if you're looking really close for it
1: a little bit you know it's not a bad mask <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: this movie's really about the interpretation of what Shatner did like after Star Trek when he went nuts and crazy he, he, he had, whoa too much coke and booze and, and went out in a killing spree
1: whoa <laughs> <laughs> let's not sell the name of the great william shatner okay he made star trek the final frontier let's not forget the greatest star trek film of all time
0: the sad part is, is i know that's not the booze talking which is really which is really a shame <laughs> it's really a shame i love, I love it so
1: much <laughs> what does god need with a starship <laughs>
0: um he also released a christmas album last year so everyone can go track that down
1: (gasps) oh my god Uh,
0: yes i want to say it was a very shatner christmas or something like that or a a Shatmas. i don't know it was (laughs) was i think
1: the first one is correct but i will double check
0: yes um so there you go uh that is the end of part one of the top 50 movies as voted for by you. It was a wild ride. I did not expect it to be what it was, but that's okay. We're here to have fun. Uh, hopefully, you've been enjoying the results. I will remind you, though, that you have until October 20th to submit another list similar to this one, but only for horror movies, because me and Tim are going to do a similar results mm-hmm. thing at the end of the month. So, October 20th is the deadline. Send your top 50 or top 25 Um horror movies of all time, uh, to mftvquestions at gmail.com uh, and you can do that uh, whenever, but before October 20th is the de- is the deadline. Uh, so it'll be a similar result show for that. And I feel like do have to, I don't have to explain it as much because now you've seen this, you understand the concept a bit better. <laughs> but
1: Do it and place please place Halloween a little bit higher.
0: Yes, Halloween <laughs> should be high. Halloween should be should be <laughs> very high up on that list. Um, or you'll forever be uh mocked scolded and shamed and laughed at <laughs> by me and Tim and Tara and everyone at Mailfest uh, TV.
1: I'll I will be an honorary fuzzy for that um show, but that'll be you and Tim, so yeah.
0: Well I wasn't implying you'd be there. I was just saying that you'd also scold and mock I'll and be laugh honorary. at them. Yes. I'll be
1: there in spirit. Yes. Which will be appropriate for Halloween.
0: Yes. And also you're close to death, so I mean it, it, you know could be true Screw
1: you. <laughs> right. oh, i am God. in my prime
0: you'll have to serenity a, so you get all day jokes i am a very
1: young lady with only a few white hairs that i cover up very well
0: <laughs> i hope you've had fun guys uh <laughs> watching or listening to this this uh, absolute roller coaster of of movies, uh, discussions and lists. Um we will see you for part two hopefully next week. Pro- pro- I'll try and make it exactly a week after this. We'll record this next weekend uh, and have it out you know at the same time during the week that we get this out. Uh so of course you can let us know what you think of the list so far. Um feel free to reveal your fifty through twenty sixes on actually not don't just leave it till the the end of it. wait, wait till
1: part two and you can reveal your list well, then. you can comment in the section below if you're watching on YouTube or you can put in your own list for mild fuzz tv questions what is it mftv questions at gmail.com at gmail.com send it it's not too late do it (laughs) (laughs) we want to know how you feel so please let us know
0: Uh, like and subscribe rate is is on your podcast app of choice Uh, if you want to support us financially and I'm terrified to ask this now but Tara uh, why don't you tell them about patreon.com
1: Oh yeah, it's really great. It's uh, patreon.com/slash, TV. It will every little bit helps. One dollar will get you bonuses. Um, You can you can get uh, bonus episodes of the Ace, but really you are helping towards a great cause, which is which is helping to keep the lights on for Peter. So please donate. Anything you could do is so great. Grateful and thank you. Okay, um, I was Sweet. right
0: to be afraid. Uh, so, <laughs> of course, check out other shows we have. If you've enjoyed me and Tara, although she's not usually as uh, drunk as this, uh, you can of course uh, check out our sci-fi movie podcast, the Atomic Cinema Experiment. I love where we talk about sci-fi movies every week. We have a fun time on that show. Uh, we've been working through the Terminator franchise, but uh, by the time this goes up, the first four have been up, and the fifth one, Terminator Genesis, will be coming soon. Uh, all in time for oh, the you're new one. Oh, putting this up soon. Oh, this that, is up this week. Yeah, this is going up uh, sharpish.
1: I cannot wait for you guys to watch with Genesis. I hope you love the review as much as we loved reviewing it because (laughs) it is a blast. So watch the Genesis review because Peter has so much passion.
0: yes yes i concur with that uh so you check out that check out uh, screams after midnight it's the october Thon right now uh i mean to put out episodes every single day talking about horror movies uh so you can get that on the screams after midnight audio feed or on youtube T V, uh and enjoy all the those shenanigans in fact our psycho review went up today night of recording so uh and psycho 2 is coming this sunday if, if you're looking forward to the psycho what? 2 review uh, but there's, yeah, bunch of stuff all week.
1: I've never seen that, but I feel like I should.
0: It's surprisingly good. Psycho 2 is a good movie.
1: Oh, well then maybe I will. It's, it's,
0: obviously it's not the 10 out of 10 like masterpieces of cinema that Psycho is, but it's a really solid movie for for what you think of Psycho 2 maybe being.
1: It is not something I expected you to say is worth watching. So yeah,
0: you'll watch it. I recommend Psycho 2. Psycho 3 gets a little bit more kind of like in the, the weird territory. Whoa, uh, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, Don't spoil your review. Okay. Don't okay. Uh oh. I'm super drunk. It's a good it's a good thing that we're stopping right now. Yeah,
0: we're right ending right now, yeah.
1: Tune into part two where I will be sober.
0: I promise you won't be. I'm no going promises, to, but I'm, I might be. I'm gonna talk around to try and at least be a little bit buzzed. Uh so uh I, I the, the fact...
1: Buzzfeed. Mild Buzz Reviews. Mild Stay Buzz tuned.
0: TV, yes. Uh, thank you very much for joining us for this shambles of a results show for this top 50 movies. Like I say, we'll do uh, 25. You're
1: great asking me to do this now. <laughs>
0: we'll do 25 <laughs> to number one next part, but I will tell you what 100 to 51 is as well in the results. We'll do a rapid fire thing before number one in part two, so uh, you can look forward to that. I uh, know oh, has...
1: number one is Dark Knight. I just know
0: it. I'll t- you'll find out next time what number one is. Maybe you'll be surprised. Maybe it'll be something something you don't see coming. So, uh, that is uh been part one of the top 50 movies of all time, as voted for by you guys, uh, the community, the fan base of MailFest TV. And we'll see you next time for part two. So, thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. We love you loads. Keep watching movies. And if you can get it, it's always nice to have Diplomatic Community.